What the hell is the name of this song? Is this Wayne's World? The award-winning Evan Grant? I can't even count anymore on my fingers and toes. Kevin Sherrington. Kevin Sherrington, clown number one. Barry Horn. He tried to get me in mid-shoe. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to Ballsy, the Sports Day DFW Dallas Morning News Sports Podcast. I am Kevin Sherrington. That is Barry Horn. And the, the award-winning Evan Grant is not with us. He's out winning an award. Yeah, he's out Trying winning Trying to win an award. That's what he's thinking anyway. Uh, he's, in, uh, he's in New York with the, uh, the Rangers and Yankees, and so he's not with us on this podcast, uh, which is kind of a special edition podcast. We're talking about Johnny Manziel. So the news can't be good. No. It's never good with it's, Johnny Manziel. When it's not when you're talking about Johnny. And this, you know, uh, people who say, oh, we're just, we're just uh, trying to dig up stuff about him. It's kind of hard to ignore the fact that one of his lawyers, Bob Hinton, uh, supposedly accidentally sent an email. A text message. Was it a text message? This, this is 2016. Right? A text message to, to the Associated Press uh, detailing. Some of the issues involved with uh, Johnny and in the plea deal they're trying to negotiate, uh, in which there is some language there uh, which was not complimentary of Johnny's efforts uh, to uh, clean himself up. And then there's his dad. And then there was a, an interview uh, with his father, uh, Paul. Paul Manziel, in which, uh, as, as usual, in these interviews with, with Paul, um, he's been very forthcoming in those, and, and what he has said has not been good. Uh, we've heard him say in the past that he is worried about his son's life, uh, and in this particular situation, he talked about the fact that uh, his son was a, in his words, druggie. Druggie. Yes, use that word repeatedly. This is the first time we've ever had anybody say that his problem or one of his problems is drugs. We, he's been in rehab. Uh, we, we know that he's been in rehab. His dad checked him into rehab. But we weren't sure if that was for alcohol. We weren't sure if it were for drugs. Does it matter? It doesn't really matter. You're right. It doesn't matter because alcohol is a drug. Uh, so uh, it, it, that part of it doesn't matter. But it did kind of define it a little bit more uh, and might explain but some he's of the an things addict. he's done. He, he's an addict. And, and he's put he's put. Well, his, we think he is. Yeah. That's what that's what his dad says. Yeah. Well, OK. Are, are you are you are you thinking he's not? Well, I mean, I, I, I want to leave. He's, out. he's getting he's given up. A career. He's he, for this. This whatever whatever it is is stronger than his willingness or his desire to play. I tell you what, it makes him if that if he is an addict, if he is truly an addict, it makes him a more empathetic figure, in my mind, because when someone's in in control, when something else is in control of you, then I'm going to give you a, a little bit more. I've always felt like that Johnny's bigger issue to me is is, is for a lack of a better word, it sounds like something my my mother would say. Uh, willfulness is the fact that that he just wants things his way. And we, we have certainly seen that picture of Johnny. We have seen that in the memorable piece done by Wright Thompson for ESPN, where he spent a day with him uh, playing golf with his father and then going to dinner with the family afterwards. The pictures of that were something like out of a, you know, a Faulkner novel. I mean, it's it just the, the dynamics are, are very bad. In, the, in those situations. And, and certainly, the, I can't imagine what the relationship is between, between father and son at this have point. Have you ever seen the father take any blame? You know, I'm not sure that he has. You know, what, what people will tell you about Paul Manziel is that the, he had a personality very similar to Johnny's. That is, that the, that the grandma, Johnny's grandmother said that, well, you're, you're getting, now you know what it's like. 
Uh, I think I think I was even in that Wright Thompson piece that now you're seeing what uh, what you were like and. Uh, so I don't know if, if Paul Manziel had a drug problem. I know that he was probably a guy who was very hot-tempered and, uh, and very stubborn. And, I mean, you would figure these are probably things that he, they're just part of his personality and part of who he is, and that's what makes this so difficult. But isn't that what made him a great quarterback also? Well, I don't On know. The field. I don't know if that necessarily makes you great. I mean, look, let's well, look but, at but, but let's he, look at the physical skills here. The guy I've never limited. seen a quarterback a quarterback there have been faster quarterbacks. There have been bigger quarterbacks. But I've never seen a more elusive quarterback on a football field than him. The fact that you could do that, that has nothing to do with his temperament. That has everything well, it to might do have with something it. to do with his temperament. Well, the fact that he'll do it. He'll I mean, do it. Yeah. yeah he'll come he, he doesn't go down. He, he, he doesn't go down. He doesn't, know when he's, he doesn't know when he's beat. I don't know if he was ever beat. When he was in college, it wasn't like he was taking a lot of shots. I can remember in a Rice game, they're, they're playing Rice in College Station, and he took a direct shot from somebody. He didn't see it coming. And, and the guy just plowed him, frankly. And I remember thinking, that's the first time I've seen him take a real shot. Now, there have been times in the open field he would take some, but he was just avoiding it all. You know, when they, when they beat Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl out at Jerry World, I'd never seen a more fun performance from a football player than Johnny Manziel in that game. He ran rings around the Sooners in that game. So, so the athletic ability is tremendous. You know, I think what sometimes got, got him in trouble was his attitude that I'm not going to let this situation beat me, so therefore he, he would make a silly pass, do something foolish. I think it got him in trouble more than it helped him, actually. And so I, I think uh, the, the stubbornness is, uh, to me, it, 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 the stubbornness is part of this. You know, it, apparently he does have an addiction problem of some kind. Uh, we, we don't know exactly what it is, but he apparently has that. And now his father is saying perhaps the best place for him or the best place for him would be in jail. Be jail. You, you have four kids. Yep. Could you ever imagine saying that about one of your kids, two sons, two athletic sons? Uh, you know, it, it just, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to think that, uh, that this is what it has come to. Uh, and, and, you know, I don't, I, I've never talked to Paul Manziel. I've talked to Johnny. I've never talked to Paul. I've never talked to anybody else in his family. You know, that's a very uh, interesting, interesting is probably uh, too delicate or not. Uh, polite. It's a polite word to use for what that is. You know, the history there is phenomenal. They, you know, it's Johnny's great-grandfather who was the one who, who uh, was uh, uh, was a boxer and it was a Jack Dempsey's uh, sparring partner and, the, and then became a partner in the oil business. He was apparently a real character. Uh, you know, a guy that had, uh, you know, Fighting cocks and all this kind of stuff going on uh, in his life, and then uh, and then died fairly young. Uh, so they ha- they have a, a a very interesting history. He's had he's had relatives in the in the in the line. His grandfather spent time in jail. I believe he had an uncle who spent some time in jail. Uh, so there there's some uh, genetics involved here with Johnny as far as the decisions that he makes and the things that he does that are not entirely surprising. I guess that you would see this kind of stuff happen. Um, so I, I guess uh, from all this, uh, we should ask the question, do you think Johnny Manziel, knowing what we know now, that Johnny Manziel ever plays in the NFL again? Well, it's interesting you asked that question because uh, on the very podcast we had last week, we had Lee Steinberg, the uh, super agent, uh, who has seen a lot of quarterbacks come through the league, who has dealt with a lot of uh, ownership, a lot of uh, general manager, and, and he said it perfectly. You don't need 32 teams to want Johnny Manziel to uh, play quarterback for them in the NFL. You just need one. Right. And uh, the likelihood is there will be some team out there, Dallas Cowboys, who at some point may may want uh, an owner, Jerry Jones, who may think 
yes, I can save this guy and I can turn him from a liability into into an asset. So you, you never know. Although, if you take a good look at some of the, the photos we've seen of Johnny lately, it doesn't look like he could play in, in a Pop Warner league. He's not big enough to play uh, play football anymore. Uh, you know, they, big enough. What do you mean? It's physically, I mean, he, he he's just he's, he's not just, getting any shorter. No, but he but he's getting thinner, thinner and thinner and thinner. And I, I have not noticed that. Is that right? I, he I, looks I, like I, yes. He he looks drawn. Oh, that's interesting. Well, then that would that's really a sad thing to say. Then uh, he wasn't big to begin with. No, no, not a big guy, but certainly, as you said, kind of thick. Uh, and and not you know, I'm I'm not going to rule out the possibility of the guy playing from a physical standpoint. Here's the here's the question. When we say play in the NFL, it's one thing to be on a team, right? I think if at this point in the world, if he was on a team, if he was on a sixty uh, man roster, that would be a miracle. Sixty man, eighty. What what is? <laughs> not, I don't I don't I don't mean I don't, I don't mean the forty man that, that dresses on Sunday. I mean just somewhere fifty five. So, so whatever. If I think that yeah, I think there's a, certainly a possibility someone will carry him because look, what's he going to cost you now? Mm-hmm. Nothing. You know, you can bring him in for. But where's the payoff on the cheap? Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. Because here's the thing: can you imagine Johnny Manziel sitting around, uh, you know, on <laughs> on, the, no. on the inactive list, uh, not even playing? Uh, no, you you can't imagine that. Because then then you'd have to really be watching him, right? Right. Is it is it going to be worth babysitting the guy who's going to be your third string quarterback? Well, remember remember back when he was in rehab, he he came out of he might have come out of rehab too soon. We don't know. Anything. Right. But do you, you you think he's the kind of guy that would that that sat in rehab and just said I'm getting better I'm getting better I'm getting better. no he's the kind of guy that said I'm better I got to go right yeah absolutely I don't think he thought he really needed to be in there in the first place I think he decided I'll just do this for my career and now I think he's even less inclined to go now because he thinks I did that already I did that thing for my career it didn't do any good why do I want to do that again maybe he didn't like playing football. Did you think about oh, that? No. Oh no, maybe he loves playing. No, he liked what football gave him. The, the no, no, he's a tremendous competitor. He loved playing. You watched him play, and you well, watched him go to the his, his, his actions don't show that. His actions show he loves something else more. No, 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 but see, but you're thinking of this of uh, of this rationally and logically. He doesn't think rationally or logically. He thinks I want what he's like a little kid. I want what I want when I want it. You know, I I, I don't want to have to put up with these things. You say I have to do anything. He, he might have been things. that way at one point, but certainly he, he certainly at at, the, at this point he's got to know I can't I can't do both. I can't have everything. Oh, I think you're I think you're assuming way too much about Johnny. I think I don't think he's grown at all. I from from all indications I don't think he's grown one bit. I, I think he's exactly who he always was, and that's the problem. He he, he just not growing up, and and and, and maybe he and he, as as we said, if he has a drug problem. If that's the issue, that's it. But see, I don't think it's just a drug problem. I think he has a drug you problem. Think it's his personality. I think it's his personality. I think this is who he is, and I think it's going to be a very difficult well, thing. I don't want to get scientific. I don't want to get very medical here. But if it's his personality, it's, it's chemical balance and, and everything like that too. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be. You agree with me? Yeah. No, no. I, I think I, I think there's there's no question. That's why I find him a more empathetic character now. If he actually you really has a more, drug you, problem, you think you find him more empathetic? I think I think people are finding him less and less empathetic. They want people are ready to just wash their hands. Oh no, no, I'm not saying that. That I think oh he should get another shot. I, I, it's just just before I wasn't sure that he actually had a drug problem, and he went to rehab, but we didn't know why he went to rehab. You know, I mean, yes, there's a, clearly that he was drinking and partying. But listen, lots of kids are drinking and partying. Not, not to that extent. Well, we don't you know, know how much he was really doing it. Really, do we? I mean, we see pictures 
Uh, you know, I, my, my, my son can tell you about a, a kid that he went to high school with who's partying four nights a week, you know, and he's very accomplished, very smart and, 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 and does very well. So I, I don't know that I'm going to say that he that his problem is any worse than anybody else's uh, at this point. I but I do know I'm, I'm almost certain of it, positive of it. If you've if you've read about Johnny, if you've seen Johnny, if you've uh, talked to Johnny, that he's got a personality disorder of some type. It, it, it's it's the feeling that, you know, I, I want what I want. You know, I have to have it. You know, why can't I have this? And, you know, it's like when he loses control of his emotions all the time. You know, what what worse sport could he play than golf? And he plays golf with his father. And when he doesn't win, he just goes crazy. Right. You know, and and that's understandable when you're younger. And, and you know, uh, listen, I had a bad temper when I was growing up, too. And uh, and I still probably have a little bit of a temper, but. Not to the degree, and certainly I conquered no. that a lot sooner than he did. But I, but I, so that's what I'm saying is that it's one thing to be competitive. It's one thing to, to want to win. It's another thing when no, I'm going to do this the way I want to do it, and I don't have to consider what anybody else says. I think I truly think that Johnny thinks no one knows me. I can do what I want to do. I can turn it on and I can turn it off. It but he has, can't, obviously. I don't. I don't think so. I, I think well, you can't. I, nobody can. Nobody. Nobody is superhuman enough to be able to turn it on. But I think what he thinks is that I can go on a football field. I'm not going to be drunk on a football field. I'm not going to be stoned on a football field. I'm not going to be high on a football field. So all that matters is what I do out there. Now, at some point, you'd have to ask the question. Well, Johnny, but, but, but what you, you do, haven't been very good out there. And what you do, what, certainly, it has an effect of what uh, what you do off the field has an effect of what on what you do on the field. Correct. Well, it, it does. If it keeps you from practicing, if it keeps you from doing the things you need to do, absolutely. But there have been guys. Listen, Bobby Lane. Do you remember Bobby Lane? Yes, I remember Bobby Lane. You and, think and, maybe I, Bobby I, Lane probably wasn't drunk a few times when he played? I'm sure he might have been. Yeah, he you might. Think Mickey he, Mantle he played, might have been drunk a few times they, when the, he played. Bobby Lane played in a different NFL, in a different era, against di- different athletes, athletes who were also out partying, who were also out working. Th- th- these guys, the guys who do well in the NFL now. Are guys who have dedicated their lives to it. They're they're it's a twenty four seven job, three hundred six three hundred sixty five days a year. You know the guys Bobby Lane was playing against. They were also out. You know truck driving and so you're, uh, you're and, and, do, and doing so you're and doing casting a, a shadow over an entire generation. No, I'm not. I'm d- saying it was just a different time and a different era. Was, okay. I think you were there. You were there. I wasn't I there. I think it's certainly possible that you're correct. I am not going to say that all of those NFL players back then. I didn't say they were drunk, but I said, but they didn't, but they they weren't 24 7, 365 days a year working on their football game. And the, the, the most successful athletes today, the most successful football players uh, in this day and age, are those guys. They're, they're the guys that are working out all the they, time. They are, but they're, they're taking care of their bodies. All the most, time. Most of them are. Yeah, I would say that's true with most of them. I would not know if all the time. But I, I would say with most of them, that's probably true. I'm saying that Johnny Manziel thinks that's a waste of time. Well, I think he's saying, I got so much talent, I don't need to do that. The question well, is. And how's, and how's that gotten him to this point? How, how far has that gotten him? Not very far, but I'm sure that in Johnny's mind, he justifies it by saying, I haven't gotten nobody a real knows, shot either. No, nobody knows what's going on in Johnny's mind. I know, but I'm sure he's saying, I haven't gotten a big enough shot yet. I, I, I'm sure he would say, Okay, that first year I didn't. He's he admitted that that first year I I didn't really practice hard enough. I didn't take it seriously enough. I know that. I think he probably. But you can't. But I just want. I just want to say you can't take anything he says at face value anytime. Yeah. You but, you can't pick and choose when, when saying in, in 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 saying yes I believe Johnny this time no I don't believe Johnny that time 
I think I, I think you have to discount everything he says. Well, I, don't, I, don't well, I think you do. I think you do because you you can't you can't pick and choose. So uh, you're saying we should never talk to Johnny? Uh, I'm saying you could talk to him all you want. Let him have say what he wants. I wouldn't believe anything he says on any topic. If he said today was Monday, I would check it out. Well, I would hope you're checking out things anyway. Yeah, but but with him, I, I the, the the checking out process would be forever on on, on something that's not a hard. Well, I'm, so, listen, so I'm not. I think you're taking this the wrong way when I say I find him an empathetic character figure. Uh, I, I think that anybody who has a well, uh, what's your definition? Tell well, me I what your definition of empathetic character. Anybody who has a, a, an addiction problem, you should you should empathize with them somewhat, right? Yes. Because do you have an addiction problem? I'm sure I do. What? I'm sure. What are you addicted to? I'm addicted to being a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, that, well, you know that's not true. I don't have an addiction problem. You don't have an addiction problem. You know, it's like uh, it's like you know. But it, but just, I'm not tremendously overweight. I will say that. So uh, implying but, you're implying, I'll, I'll infer from that you that you're implying I am. No, overweight. I'm not. But here's the thing: I don't take particular pride in the fact that that I'm uh, maybe five or ten pounds overweight. Because you're not overweight. Because stop it. Now, no, you, just like, want, I, you just ideal. want me here to say you're not overweight. But it's like, so Thank I'm just saying you. that, I, that ideal weight thing they give you. But here's the thing. That's that was just part of my genetics. That's just who I am. It's not because, oh, I'm working out all the time or I'm not eating anything. You know, I, I live a normal life, you know, and, and so as normal as you can, I'm as normal as I can. So I'm not giving myself extra credit for that. I'm not and I'm not giving myself extra credit for the fact that I don't have an addiction of some kind. And so what I'm saying is, is that when someone has an addiction problem, it's a very powerful thing. It's I a agree very with... powerful thing. And it, it's, it's almost unfair. I always think back to Roy Tarpley when in talking about addiction. That guy had everything in the world going for him. Sure. He could have been one of the five, ten, fifteen great players. He could have been in the NBA. He's been a Hall of Famer. And, no question about it. And, and what happened? His need for drugs, his need for the cocaine, was so uh, was so overwhelming that that he threw it all away. He threw his family away. He threw his his, his, right. his wife, his daughter, everything for, for drugs, and and ultimately had the sad death. Uh, yeah, because you know, I th- is that listen, it's the same thing with Josh Hamilton. Okay, Josh Hamilton uh, is a guy, and I think he's a is the saddest character. Maybe Josh, maybe Roy Tarpley's up there too, but he certainly. Josh Hamilton did more than Roy Tarpley did. Yeah, no question about it. He was a great player. They they do not get to the the Rangers do not get to the World Series without no, 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 Josh Hamilton. No question about it. But Roy Tarpley had a, a heck of a heck no no. Of, no I'm not diminishing him. I'm just saying. But but the, here's the thing about Josh Hamilton, another guy with a tremendous addiction problems, a tremendously likable guy, a very honest and candid about himself, and obviously too candid about things. You know, the, the, he, he uh, alienated an entire fan base because of a remark about Arlington being a baseball, not being a baseball town, which is true. It's not. You know, this market, this is not a baseball market in particular. It's a, it's a pretty good one. It's just not St. Louis, you know. So so that's not necessarily a bad thing. But but the thing is that in this market, people are, are so easy to, to, to write off uh, Josh Hamilton. They say, oh. How can you throw that all away? Well, he, he's not throwing it all away. The addiction is throwing it all away. No, no, he's throwing it away. He threw it away. Well, he, he is. That, that got you, you got me thinking. So on our Mount Rushmore, we have Roy Tarpley, yeah, Josh Hamilton, yeah. Who's here talking about addiction problems in the disappointments? You know, Johnny Manziel. Yeah. He's, he's not a professional athlete, in DFW, but he played at Texas A and M, and he's yeah. from the state of Texas. Is there? Are we, miss, are we missing anybody? I'm sure we are. I'm sure there's a cowboy. That we're missing here, um, off the top of my head, there were guys who had drug problems who didn't, didn't measure up. 
I maybe maybe this is too too far off the uh, maybe off is. the topic. But no, it's not, because listen, it's about addiction, and I think that's I think it's a. Uh, I'm I'm not saying that oh we should give these guys second chances uh, or third chances or fourth or fifth. I'm not saying that. You know, I think that's a problem too when you give guys chance after chance after chance. They know that you know I have to keep doing that. It's just that you can't. They, once you're doing that, you you cannot rely on them. You no, you're it's, 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 it's you're doing a disservice to your team, your organization, everybody else. Your fan you know, base. with that, this it's, guy and most to, importantly, doing disservice uh, to, to the yourself. individual. And and that's the other thing about all this kind of stuff is when when I and I've written stories saying a guy should be, you know, they they should give up on this guy. They should pull this guy. They should do whatever they need to do. Uh, with this person that people say, oh, that's so unchristian and you should you should want to give this guy a second chance. I said, look, he's been given second and third or fourth chances. That's not the issue. The issue is that you ultimately you're doing what's best for the organization, because if you're not, then you need to get in the charity business. Right. You know, people talk. They act like organizations say, oh, we want to give this guy a second chance. Yeah, you want to give him a second chance because he can play. You know, not because you think you're helping this 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 person, you know, so that that's not what you're here for. You're here to be a sports organization that can conceivably win and win championships. I may have come up with a fourth name. I was I was, I was thinking here while you, while you were rambling, rambling. Yeah. And it, it, it's it's bizarre. It's it's not an athlete. It's 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 somebody in the radio business. What about Greg Williams? I'm not putting Greg Williams on Mount Rushmore. What? But 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 he he threw away an entire career. He had an entire career go because yeah. of, of an addiction, right? And and and, and you know, uh, so we can say, oh, there are people who live with it every day, and 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 boy, God bless them, and more Absolutely. power to them. That the fact that they can that they can deal with this thing because you think about that, and that's why, of course, they set it up as it's a day to day process. You know, just this day. But you think about that. It's like having it's like being Lou Gehrig and playing every day. It's like you know it, it, it's it's or being Kyle Ripken. It's like being you know Pete Rose and hitting in forty four straight games. It's Joe DiMaggio hitting in fifty six straight games. I mean, come on! At some point, it ends, you know. And and so to me, uh, I just have tremendous uh, sympathy for people who have addiction problems, especially. They're young and they're and they're trying to get their lives going. I just I can't imagine what that would be like. I think that's a good ender. That I, wow! I think, I think that's a good ender. That that put us out. I think that puts us out for the week uh, on our weekly podcasts. Okay. So what what else? What other podcasts do we have? What other pod? We have uh, Mark Followell talking Mavericks, talking yes, about do. what what the Mavericks may look like, who uh, may be on the Maverick roster. Uh, when next season begins, who might not be on the Maverick roster next season? We didn't even ask. We should we should have done this. Let's do it right now. Okay. Who's going to be on? The, who's going to be the starting five? I don't think we know. I oh, don't, I, don't give me that. I'll, say I'll, who you think's going to be. The starting I five. don't know. I'll I, tell you who I think's going to okay, be starting. Okay, five. and I'll tell you wrong. Go. I think that uh, I'm going to say you have Justin Anderson in your starting five. You know what? I don't be know. Better. I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how you play him and uh, Wes Matthews at the same time, right? Are we talking about Wes Matthews playing the two and have Justin Anderson playing the three? Is that what we're yeah, having? Okay. I think so. All right. Uh, all right, let's do that. Are you going to have Dirk in your— I'm going to have Dirk at the four. I'm going to say that uh, my problem is going to be— I, I say they're going to they're gonna bring back uh, Zaza Pachulia. Well, uh, I'm glad you you don't have Whiteside. Uh, no, I do not. You have Mike, and you don't have Mike Conley. In no, the, they're in not the getting five. Mike Conley. They're going to have Devin Harris will be the starting point guard. I'm going to say that. It's going to be essentially the same team as last year, except without Chandler Parsons. Of course, here's the thing. So, so where's where's Chandler Parsons' money going? Where's where, where? Yeah, that's a great question. See, I, I don't I don't have a I don't have a really good idea on that. I I, I don't really, think anybody does, and I think anybody who says they do 
is is just oh yeah absolutely but there are people who think that listen i'm gonna tell you something right now there's there are elements in the organization who do not want to give a hundred million dollar contract to uh chairman parsons and i can tell you don't either do you no why why would you he's he's been he's gone out at at the end of the both of the last two seasons with knee problems, but you know, there's somebody out there who will pay, who, who will who'll give him a max. I contract. think so, but there you know, someone you talk about back to the Johnny Manziel thing. There's always somebody out there who's a buyer. But you know, you, we were talking when when uh, one of the things that, that Mark talked about was two way players. A very interesting thing too, what he brought up about the different sports and about how right and basketball guys out there all the time. So, Chandler Parsons is not a two way player. No, no, not even but, close. No. So, so that to me, that's the problem with the developing with him. Uh, and and you know what Daryl Morey in Houston said about him was that we we think he's a three at best. He's not a in other words, he's not 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 a number not a three, three. A number three in your yeah pantheon and, of stars. Yes. One two three. He's, and I think I think that's the reason why he can't be good. He's not good enough. Uh, certainly not healthy enough. He's not not healthy enough. I don't know that he's a great fit for Rick Carlisle's system either. You know, I, I you would think a guy who's in a they have a flow offense. You think that being in that he would be a good player. Can he be a reliever? Let's segue in, in, into into our other or through the Rangers. And we talked about the and we had uh, Evan talking about the Rangers. Evan Grant Evan from Grant. New York from his hotel room where he didn't have great internet service or yeah, great Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi yeah. and complained about that. And and why did he just talk on the on and, the house phone? I, you know, I asked Evan, "What number should we call you at? Call me at this number." And then he compl- and then all he did was complain about the service. You know what he is? He's become a New Yorker. He's a New York. And he's got to complain. He's a New Yorker at heart, though. He's and he's got to complain. Even though he's raised in Georgia, and he's got he's got to complain. Yeah. Well, he's he's got a lot of South Florida in him too. South Florida is just the sixth borough of New York. <laughs> the sixth borough, I like it. So we're we're good on podcasts. We've had three amazing podcasts. Amazing, amazing ballsy podcasts. Yeah. And uh, I think we should say goodbye for the week. And we'll be back next week. We may we may do our podcast a day late next week because of the July Fourth holiday. Yeah, let's do that. I'm willing to work on July Fourth. Are you? Well, because you don't celebrate this great country, do you? I do celebrate this country, great country. But but sitting around eating hot dogs and and watching baseball on TV, does, is that really what the July the July Fourth means? Of course, what is, what of is course July Fourth? No, that's exactly we, what it means. No, we should remember to the back to the sacrifice that the founding fathers. Uh, exhibited to make this a great country or to break away from the tyranny of British rule. Wow. Thanks for the history lesson, Pops. You're welcome. (laughs) So did you know that? Did you know that, Annabelle? Annabelle's here. Annabelle, our producer, our high school uh, intern producer. She's doing a great job over there, by the way. She hasn't fallen asleep. She is now my favorite producer on this show, although I have to say it's not a crowded field. Wow. All right. So for Kevin Sherrington, I'm Barry Horn saying goodbye for Ballsy. Bye. Bye.